The views, ideas, and content of well seekers and their guests are their own opinions, and you should always seek additional professional help around any of the issues discussed here on Well Seekers. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Well Seekers, where we are giving you simple, easy, and real life ways to live happy, hopeful, and well from a holistic approach. My name's Lucia. First of all, happy holidays. If you're watching this, Thanksgiving has passed. We're headed into Hanukkah and Christmas, and you just made it through one of the major hurdles that people are stressing out about during the holiday season, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, and then of course, New Year's. Really honestly, one of my favorite times. I love the hope that comes with the holiday season, but it was not always my favorite time. There was definitely a period where I had a lot of anxiety around the holidays and stress. So on today's show, we're talking about simple, easy ways to reduce your stress and anxiety this holiday season. But first, we probably should, I know a lot of people throw on the word anxiety. I have a lot of anxiety. There actually is a difference between stress and anxiety. So. Before I throw it out to you guys what the difference is, anyone here on the Wellseeker staff know what the difference between stress and anxiety is? Hi, Joe. Hi. Hi, Jason. Hello, everyone. No, I don't, actually. I think uh, sometimes, <laughs> as you said, I throw the word stress, anxiety, without really knowing what it is. What it is. Yes. Specifically. And, and there is a, Jason, do you know? I mean, I have an idea, but I think I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll just tell you guys. So stress is a, your response to an external event. So the holidays are here. There's a lot going on. We're going to talk about the exact stats because I was reading just the most recent study done, um, ironically, by the Blueberry Council. And I feel like anything done by a Blueberry Council, you can trust. So their numbers are legitimate. Um, it was talking about how 40% of Americans consider themselves frantically stressed. So what is frantically stressed versus anxiety? So having to do shopping and having money issues or not wanting to you know, go and do something or go to a holiday party, that's all stress-related. It's your response to an external event. Anxiety is an internal response to stress. So what does that mean? That means that you have a stress in your life. And I used to experience a lot of anxiety. So you have a stress in your life. Maybe it's, I have to go to this holiday party. So someone who has stress would just feel a little tense and then can use certain things to cope. Some with anxiety, you can feel like it's just this overwhelming burden and dread that makes you not even want to go to the party. The person that feels stressful about it, it's like you put your clothes on and you just head out to the event. Someone who has anxiety has such a strong internal response and it causes so much dread that it could prohibit them from even potentially going to the party. Does that make sense, guys? Does that clear it up for you? Absolutely. Okay. So I think I'm just stressed. Because I, I want to go to every every party I possible. Like, you want to go to every party and drink yeah. at every party. So you're just stressed. Joe. I'm just stressed because it's all the planning. I don't like planning and stuff like that. Um, the expectation of what I'm cooking. I like to cook, but if I have to do it, it becomes planning. So it's like, what should I do? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely stressed. Jason, and I can, we're going to talk about some simple, easy ways, but there are some things that come to mind just 
listening to you talk about it, like changing expectations is one thing I think our guest is probably going to talk about. And if mm -hmm. not, we can talk about it in the wrap up. Um, and also just coming from an approach of gratitude, like how beautiful that you all these people want to see you and spend time with you too. But she will definitely have some ways to help with stress. Jason, anxiety or stress, do you feel like you experienced? Uh, in the well, I'm I'm an anxious person naturally. Yeah. I, I I always stress. It's always been something that is a challenge that I have to work on. But the holidays for me, I don't know. I mean, I'm not super stressed, and I'm doing Thanksgiving this year. We're cooking, we're hosting. The whole family will be there. But to me, holidays has always been in my family a special time. We always get together. It's a good time for Aww. family, and I don't get stressed about it because I'm happy to to be with my family and, and 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 partake in the festivities of the holidays. So you're coming from a different approach of like gratitude and maybe lower expectations. Yes, sounds like okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for sharing. Because that. you don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That, that is a mischaracterization. I am cooking turkey this year. I know. Thank you guys for your feedback. And if you're listening, obviously, Jason was talking about Thanksgiving. We're recording this before Thanksgiving, you're probably listening after. So you've already made it through. It's over. When we were planning this show, we were talking about the difference between stress and anxiety. And I was just sharing a little bit about how I have had actual anxiety in the past, that internal response to stress that feels like overwhelming and dread. And it's typically been around a lot of personal dynamics and family dynamics and things going on in that area. And we realized that a lot of people face a lot of trauma. It was a huge deal in my family. The Christmas after my brother died or the Christmas after my father passed away. So many families dealing with different things, whether it's a loss in the family or maybe a job loss and a financial stress and things that just bring so much anxiety, actual anxiety into the family dynamic. So we're going to do a whole show on if you're experiencing a potentially traumatic holiday or a difficult family dynamic this holiday season. So look out for that. But for today's show, we're talking about mainly stress and lighter anxiety. So if you somewhat get anxious, somewhat have that internal response, but you definitely have all those outside stressors, we are going to help you out on this show. And like I briefly mentioned, I've definitely had both. I've had the stress of just checking things off the list and I've also had the anxiety. But I have to say, having had anxiety, I feel like I've had less stress. Meaning, I always thought it was a joy. I loved, I don't do it anymore since I actually have been divorced, but I my favorite thing was going to the grocery store. And I just loved being a part of I don't know, just part of the community, one of the people shopping with all the other people. I just thought it was great to be a participant and to be out there. I didn't actually see it as a chore. And maybe that's just because I faced anxiety more than stress. So if you're out there, there's something to think about. And I know I said it to Joe as well, but just being grateful. I mean, you have money to buy the food um, and a family to bring it to. If you have those things, you're already ahead of the game. So just one little nugget to take with you. Kelly McAdams, she's a licensed independent clinical social worker. She's going to come on though and give us a lot more good stuff on how to manage holiday stress. I just want to give you guys some stats though, though so you know you're not alone. I was talking about that Blueberry Council. Out of those people, the people that are frantically stressed, there's about 40%. Another study saying that 75% of us are somewhat stressed, maybe not frantically stressed. So let's just say probably three out of four people out there are experiencing stress somewhere around there. 
Here are some of the things people turn to. Eight, almost 80% turn to unhealthy eating. Check to have done that before. 50% an increase in coffee. And then, you know, sometimes people turn to alcohol and things like that as well. So those are unhealthy coping skills. We're going to give you some healthy coping skills to deal with your stress. And then the five most stressful things about the holidays for Americans. I want to hear your guesses. So if you guys have guesses, put them below. You can pause this if you're listening or watching and put your guess below because I'm curious what you what you think it is. Do you guys know, Joe and Jason, you want to give a guess? Give me your number one. Hmm. Jason, do you me. know? <laughs> Joe's like, hmm. I don't know. There are a lot. Um, <laughs> grocery or gifts. Okay, groceries. Let's start with no. groceries. Um, cooking is the number five most stressful ah. things self-reported by Americans. I don't get that. I, I'm obsessed with cooking. I would say cleaning up, but not cooking. Do you want to know the number one? Or do you have any more? Yes. Guys? No, no, no. I'm curious. What was three, two, one? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to give you three, two, one, unless you want to guess it. No, let's hear, let's hear okay. it. Okay. So number three is cleaning, which that's mm. odd to me too, because I don't know. I clean every week. Exactly. So <laughs> it doesn't I, make any difference to yeah. me. Uh, number two is crowds and lines, which again, that is annoying, but I feel like with Amazon, that's really tamed. Mm-hmm. And the number one most stressful thing is money. So the money that it takes to buy gifts, which I think that we, again, that's why whenever I was Christmas shopping or grocery shopping, I just felt so grateful to be able to yeah. do it because so many people out there cannot. And I've had times in my life where I've been on a budget during the holiday season and it's not fun and it does add to the stress. So if you're out there not on a budget, something to keep in mind is there's a lot of people who have that additional stress of literally either going into debt because they're trying to make their holiday happy or really watching everything they spend. So I I agree with gifts because to me, sometimes I don't know the people so well. So I'm always like, what, what should I get? You know, there are so many choices, but at the same time, you don't know the person very well. Yeah, Which is why to me, it's stressful. Yeah. Incredibly stressful. Yeah, it can be knowing what to get. But, but I think what stuck with me in that list, and I think because I stress about money all year long anyway, that... You know, I didn't pay attention to that. But if I had to pick one thing, money is a stressor. Money and we start stressing stressor. about it in November. You know, you're trying to budget for your, yes. for gifts, how much yes. you're going to spend here, who's going to get what. You got the kids. Do you take the approach like my mom where it's equal across the board? She spends the same amount for everybody yeah. and, and buys gifts. Or are you just shuffling around trying to make it happen so you have something to give people um money's a big thing and it's always a topic of conversation especially when you're married because you have to kind of navigate that and meet each other's expectations of what you want to do yeah thanks guys so much thank you um so there you have it those are the top five stressors and yes money is definitely a huge we could probably do a whole show on that too um but for Whatever your stress is, whether it's money or knowing what to buy someone or cleaning or cooking or just in general, you're frantic this time of year because it's the close of the year. I know for myself at the holidays, I would be like, what did I do this year? And making a list and like checking it twice, but not because I was buying something because I was beating myself up with like, what did I not accomplish this year? Which adds stress to your holiday season as well. So definitely 
something to be aware of and check in with yourself on where these stressors are coming from. And then we are going to give you the ways to handle these stressors in a really positive way instead of turning to food and other things that we tend to go to. So we will be right back with Kelly McAdam. She's a licensed independent clinical social worker, and I will be talking to her about ways to deal with stress and anxiety this holiday season so you can make it a happy, joyful, and well one. We'll be right back on Well Seekers. You're listening to Well Seekers, a show where the journey is just as important as the destination. You want to be part of the Seekerhood? It's easy. Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com. We are back on Well Seekers with one of my favorite contributors, Kelly McAdams. Kelly is a licensed independent clinical social worker. I love all our contributors. I should just say, Kelly, you and I have been friends for a really long time. So it's like a special love. Oh, thank you. you. It has been a really long time and it makes me feel really old, but it's been a long, a long solid friendship, which I'm very grateful for. A really, really long time. Um, And Kelly, (laughs) before you came on, I know I look very young, but I'm not. Really, really, (laughs) (laughs) really, 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 really long time. (laughs) Kelly, before you came on, we were talking about holiday stress and anxiety. And I was talking about the difference between stress and anxiety, um, which is something that I didn't know until actually professionally studying the difference between stress and anxiety. And the holidays really breeds and brings out both. Before we get into some simple and easy ways that we can all reduce our stress and anxiety this holiday season, I want to ask you a question. How is your stress and anxiety this holiday season, Kelly? Um, I think that my stress is definitely manageable and so is my anxiety I would say that I struggle more with anxiety around the holidays than I do around stress Mm, interesting we were talking about how you know stress is external factors and anxiety is actually an internal response to something going on yeah that's more what you struggle with yeah definitely anxiety not I mean not for me but for some people can anxiety is a 24 7 365 day ordeal yeah for some people, it's just their anxiety is just always at a at a low level and, and peaks at various points. My anxiety, I think, um, is definitely managed, but I would say that it absolutely peaks around holidays or maybe more around like gathering type things. In my experience, I think I have stress around the holidays, but I definitely have had although it's significantly reduced over time, anxiety about specific events. Off mic, I was talking about how sometimes I would get so worked up, I wouldn't even go to some of the events because I was just so anxious about them. Has it ever been that bad or not quite that bad? I don't know if it's more anxiety or just avoidance, Mm. which is caused by anxiety, right? So it's not like I'm having an incredible amount of anxiety so I don't go it's more of boy I really would prefer not to be faced with a crowded room having cocktail conversation that I don't really care about Mm. and being in a large family you know family gathering or a social setting you know it's very festive and upbeat and maybe I'm not really feeling like that absolutely absolutely I would rather have smaller, more intimate settings that are more meaningful 
than the casual conversation with people that you see maybe once or twice a year. Totally agree. And there's a lot of people out there that I think would agree with you. Please help us with some simple and easy (laughs) ways to reduce our stress and anxiety. We were talking about also just stress-wise, not necessarily anxiety-wise, the top five reasons people are stressed. And a lot of it is about money, cooking, Mm -hmm. family visits, and what to buy people. Those are the big ones. So what are some ways that we can manage or better cope with our stress and anxiety over the holidays? Well, I think probably one of the one of the biggest ways is to just really try to take the pressure off. Take the pressure off of yourself. Hi, Ruffles. That's Kelly's dog, Ruffles. So if we hear a dog in the background, we're just all going to, let's just invite Ruffles in because he's meant to be a part of the show. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and... To keep your expectations at a lower level Mm. so that you don't feel as much of that, what everybody else expects of you. Um, And then you're not as likely to feel let down. And if things don't go exactly as planned, then that's okay. So really kind of starting in that place of trying to just take the pressure off yourself. Most people, to keep in mind that most people really aren't paying as much attention to you as they think they are. You might feel like people are focusing on you, but in reality, most people are probably wondering what you're thinking of them. Yeah. So putting the focus on other people and try maybe, you know, in conversation to make a compliment to somebody else to help them to feel good about themselves, that might help to reduce some of the stress and feel like um, the attention is on you if you can focus on the other person. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I think that that is so true that we do think it is all about us sometimes. And before you came on, that was actually one of the tips that I gave was change your expectations because (laughs) everyone's around you are probably a lot lower than your own. (laughs) And it's just shifting (laughs) and seeing your world differently, right? Like changing the pair of glasses you use to see your world. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then I think another one is to be able to know that it's okay to say no. Like, don't overschedule yourself. There's certain things that between my husband and I, we decide that we're absolutely going to go to. And then other ones we decide to maybe not do. Or we make a compromise and go to a portion, go late, leave early type of a event. Oh, I love that. So uh, instead of change your expectations, also say no to things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's okay to say no. I remember there was a couple of Christmases that... It was just my husband, myself, and my son. And people were astonished. And they said, well, how did you do that? I'm like, well, I don't know. That was the plan that we made. And, you know, the question then, well, how did you get out of the family expectations? Well, we we just said no, that we just wanted to have Christmas by ourselves. Mm. So it is okay to say no. And it is okay to do what you're capable of doing. There's definitely Christmases I've said no to as well. And it doesn't always go well, and not everyone receives it well, but right. it, it is something that sometimes you do need to do for yourself. A lot of times people you know, get busy, and then they say, well, I don't have time to take care of myself. So don't give up on your self-care routine that you normally do. Like, In fact, this is the best time to increase your self-care. Mm, I find that to be so true, too. During the holidays, you're thinking about everyone else besides yourself. So you not only (laughs) 
take, I mean, in general, I don't think we really focus on our own self-care routines nearly enough. It's always an external thing that we're focused on instead of, you know, refilling our own bucket. And I think at the holidays, it's times that by 10, right? Because you have to go to this thing or go to that thing or go order this or go order that. So I love it. So actually increase self-care. And Kelly, do you have any specific things? I mean, I can name a few that I love and we talk about them all the time here on the show, but anything that you use as a go-to for your self-care? Well, I think the the first place I start is always in prayer and meditation and mm. making centered and start my day out that way. And then typically things seem to go a little bit better. And that's just more of, um, I guess, probably more of an internal practice. And then externally, I just went and got a massage on Saturday. So I had a little shopping to do. And then I thought, well, I'm going to top that off with a massage. So, you know, taking care of not only my mind, but also then taking care of my body. And exercise is always a huge part of my daily life. And getting outside, getting some fresh air is always critical. Mm. And then one of the things that's a harder for me around the holidays and going to different parties and things is I need to make sure I don't get too hungry So (laughs) before we go to different family events or parties I make sure I eat before I go because there's always usually a lot of food there but I find that it's hard to eat and talk and or just be in a setting where I'm just not nourishing myself and for me if I don't eat, I get kind of hangry. So <laughs> I um, think you said a couple of, <laughs> you said a couple of good things in there. Just to stay on the food thing, I think that one of the ways we can, you know, take care of ourselves is to eat well. Right. And eating well yeah. could be allowing yourself to have one treat. It could be, you know, you need to figure out what that is for yourself. But I love that you've figured out that you need to eat before you go to holiday parties so that you're not too hungry when you get there. That's a great tip. Or I know for myself, because I have so many dietary restrictions because of my autoimmune issues, that I have to either eat or bring my own food. Right. Really, which makes some people uncomfortable. I feel. I think, but it's just taking care of yourself in that way. And also, I mean, the massage, we're a big fan of massage here, but sometimes people can't afford massages. And I love that you just said, you know what, you can step outside and take a walk and enjoy the fresh air. I mean, that's free. And that's one of the best ways to, to lead to self-care for sure. Absolutely. And there's a ton of um, free options or low cost options out there. And especially around the holidays when you're not wanting to spend a lot of money and um, paying more attention to free or low cost things is really important. You're going for a walk. There's a lot of arts and crafts that you can do with nature that you can bring home with you if you're creative in that capacity. Going to the beach if you live near the ocean and just, you know, taking it in there. So a lot of things that you can do. And so we talked a little bit about food, but I also think it's important to to kind of highlight, you know, not looking for relief in alcohol or drugs around the holidays. There can be a lot of you know, um, alcohol around to kind of take the edge off at holiday parties. Uh, sometimes that can really increase or make somebody's anxiety much worse. Mm, I think that that is so important. Besides having healthy coping skills, knowing which coping skills not to turn to. And yes, absolutely. <laughs> Drugs and alcohol 
are generally not the best coping skills to deal with your stress and anxiety. And you also mentioned food from experience, also not the best things to deal with your stress and anxiety. Oftentimes it can just cause more stress and anxiety if you're gaining weight or using food as a, as an unhealthy coping skill as well. It's one thing to enjoy it. It's another thing to sort of do it on your own as an unhealthy coping skill. Right. You know, another thing that somebody had mentioned was, um, or actually I did it last year and um, did some volunteer work around the holidays. It was such a amazing experience for me. And so that, you know, we talked earlier about taking the focus off of yourself, being able to do some volunteer work if you can around the holidays can be really, really rewarding. I love that too. And I feel like, do, do you think that that adds to people's stress and anxiety, Cal, or would you say it reduces it because it's giving back? For me, it definitely reduced it. I think it depends on how, how what your approach is. Just like you talked about, you know, what, what lens are you looking through? Mm. And, you know, certainly that additional time commitment, but for me, there's so much more reward in it for me than the, than the time that I put into it. Absolutely. All great, great stuff, Kelly, and really easy. Anything else you have for us? I don't think so. I just hope that people will just be able to truly enjoy the holidays. And I think there's an essence of going back to remembering what they're about. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we get caught up in the um, the expectations and um, having the, you know, perfect holidays. But, and I don't want this to sound too cliche, but it's about spending time um, with family and friends and looking at the meaning of of the different holidays that we celebrate. Yeah, I think sometimes we need to be reminded, though, of the cliche of it, right? Is, is right. that it is really about being surrounded by the people that you love, whoever those are. And I think that I want to add on to your changing expectations. I think I had such a, we're presented with such a cultural idea of what the holiday should look like. And that's just not always what it looks like for a lot of people. They don't have the perfect family and the perfect situation. And to just not judge yourself and judge your situation, a happy holiday can look like a million different things. It can look like volunteering or it can look like being with a friend or it can look like being with your family. But I think just whoever you are with to enjoy that moment with that person. I know I spent one holiday flying somewhere. I wasn't even with my family. Holidays can look like a lot of different things. It doesn't need to look like what you've seen on a movie or in an advertisement. And don't judge yourself and let yourself off the hook if it doesn't look that way. Absolutely. I agree. And um, holidays can take on whatever shape it is that we want them to. Well, I wish you a very happy holiday. Oh, and Kelly, we had a question for you. And now I'm trying to remember what it is. We ask everyone an empowering question. Okay. I think this was the question. How do I show love to myself and to others? How perfect for the topic. Oh, how do I show love to myself and others? Oh, I think being kind. Um, Kindness, I think the answer is the same for both. Being kind to myself and trying to be kind to others in my thoughts, in my actions, and in my words. That is so beautiful. And if there's anything to take away this holiday season, I think that that's it. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And that's the best way you can show love. Absolutely. Kelly McAdams, licensed independent clinical social worker. Thank you so much for being with us. 
Thank you, Lucia. I'm glad that I was on again. Thanks for asking me. And we'll be right back on Well Seekers. Look, we're already friends, right? So let's make it official. Just find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at WellSeekers. Thanks for being part of the Seekerhood. We couldn't do this without you. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Well Seekers. Thanks so much to Kelly McAdams for joining us. Lots of great info in there. Definitely stuff that I'm going to use, and I hope you guys will take with you this holiday season, too. So before we go, I want to give you our Well Seekers takeaway tool to help you with your stress and anxiety, whatever you're experiencing this holiday season. This is one of my favorite scents. So you guys, if you know me, you know I'm really big into how we can use all sorts of holistic wellness to support our mental and emotional health and our physical health, right? Because it all works together. We know that by now. Um, And one of my favorite things to do is aromatherapy because it works on your mind and on your emotions and on your body and works really well together. So for stress and anxiety, I feel like, and just from everything I know about aromatherapy, this is one of the best scents, and that is the citrus scent. So this this is orange. Oh my gosh, it smells so good. If I had a diffuser, I'd have it going. I'm gonna let Jason and Joe test this out and give it a sniff to let you know what they think about it. Here's some things that citrus aromatherapy does. You can find this blog on Wellseekers. I'll put a link in this so you can click to it. It helps you, your immune system. It'll support your immune system this winter. It increases antioxidants, helps with free radicals. So if you guys are worried about your skin and things like that, having a diffuser with a couple drops of citrus aromatherapy can help with that. It eliminates germs, which in the winter, you have a ton of airborne germs because we're not opening the windows and different things like that. So again, just a few drops of a citrus um, aromatherapy in your diffuser can help with that. Sanitizes surface and produce. I know that some people use that for soaking their vegetables. Definitely read about how to do that. There's a special way to do that. I'm not great at it. I don't use it, but I know that some people do. So, And then there's three other things that I love about it. One, the skin that I mentioned, this really is like a free radical agent. So it just helps you have really glowing and hydrated skin, especially during the winter months, at least in the Northeast. That's really important. It boosts your energy. Even just a sniff of this will boost your energy just out of the bottle. Sounds bad. But if you put it in a diffuser, it's even better. Uh, And then the last and the most important thing is it eases stress and anxiety. So if you're feeling like you are stressed um, and anxious and you want a solid aromatherapy to help you out, orange essential oil, if you go to the shop button too on Wellseekers, there's a link. We don't make it. Um, but there's a bunch of companies that do. So you can check out those companies at that link. And just so you guys know, we don't endorse or support any company. We just like to connect you with those companies. All right. So Jason and Joe, they have the oil. I want them to smell it and give you their feedback because I'm obviously obsessed with it. Um, Jason, you never seem to try things. Do you want to try it first? No. Okay. So weird. I'm going to get you to try something someday, Jason. Joe, Give it a sniff. This is fantastic. I love the smell. I feel like I'm in the spa. I can dream to be in a spa. Yeah. Having my... You know, half of me being, time. Exactly. Me time. So, so you like it. And I didn't oh make up how good no, it is. No, seriously. It's really good. I have a diffuser at home, but sometimes the smell are not so great. 
this is very citrusy. Like this one smells like an orange. Yeah, no, it is. It's a good, you, and you have to kind of go with the scent. They make lots of different orange scents. You have to go with the scent oh. that you're most drawn to. Thank you. Well, see, Joe likes it. It does smell amazing mm. and is definitely something to check out. Thank you guys. So if you guys want more tips, simple, easy, real life ways to stay happy, hopeful, and well, make sure you stay on the site, wellseekers.com, look around, listen to our podcast. We also love to talk to you guys. So make sure you head over to our Facebook, which is backslash wellseekers, our Twitter, backslash wellseekers, and our Instagram, which is, I'm sure you've guessed it, backslash wellseekers. So uh, we love talking and interacting and hearing your story ideas and hearing your story. So if you have a story to share, we would love to feature you. Maybe you have an inspirational story. Um, we're always talking to people about their stories when we're not here and learning about how people stay well. So we'd love to hear how you stay well too. And then as always, if you have any other questions, hello at wellseekers.com. We would love to talk to you. From all of us here at Wellseekers, we hope you have an incredibly stress-free, beautiful and gratitude-filled holiday season. We are just so honored to be on this journey with you, bringing wellness home in simple, easy, real-life ways so that you can live happy, hopeful, and well. Thanks so much for being a part of The Seekerhood, and we'll talk to you next week on Well Seekers. How would you like to join the conversation? Email us anytime at hello at wellseekers.com.